Welcome back to Puppet Hunt Radio with Matt and Lane. I'm Matt. So exciting today. We have the debut episode, Large Neck Virgin Part 2. From the LP. Also, I want to mention this. Uh, we are funding all of the operations out of our own pockets. Well, it's me, mostly. Uh, Matt's still having his financial difficulties. Which... I just had a great idea. Yeah. Can I interrupt? Go ahead. Go fund me. Have you thought of that? Oh, I thought you were saying... Um, yes, what does that do? Uh, you could set up a page and people just give you money. Right. We talked about how you're going to set up the Patreon account so that for people the patrons. Can, can... Yes, for the patrons, so that you, you, the listener, can help, so you, the Matt, can get on that sooner. Like, if it was already in place right now, we could say, hey, go to our Patreon page and you can support the show. Mm -hmm. That would be great. Yeah, I've looked into it and I found the setup page. Mm -hmm. Uh, Then I started playing Minesweeper. Have you played that? It's on on my computer. Right. I'll show it to you after. It's been like more than a year, right, that Mm -hmm. we've been talking about this? Yeah, at least. Okay. So, listeners, what I've done is I have excised a few bits of dialogue, some of the really interesting dialogue that shows up in scene one and scene two as bonus content. So it's Mm. not available on the show you're about to listen to. There are lines of dialogue that you can only get by being a Patreon patron. So this is uh, content that is not accessible through regular means. Bonus content, they call it. What do you got, about 30 minutes? No, it's just... A few minutes, but it's still it's That's there's still a lot working. more there's a lot more with the two characters. I don't want to spoil it. The two characters in scenes one Is and it two, rock candy? Uh, and so if you want those, well, first of all, Matt has to set up the count. So right now, it's listeners. Do you have ways that you think we can incentivize Matt? Oh, this sounds good. And so he just needs the motivation. I think is that would that yeah. be fair to yeah, say? You could send me stuff again. Go fund me. You know what I need is a new flash drive. So if anyone has one. I don't mind if it's used. has to be at least 32 gigabytes. All right, so more than likely by the time you hear this, we'll have a Patreon page, Mm -hmm. right? So can all the Patreons on Patreon please mail in your donations? It's it's Patrons on Patreon. It doesn't really matter. That's what I said. Okay, so um, we're going to have... More bonus content. I'll be withholding little snippets of other scenes because mm-hmm. I figure like this part right here, people aren't willing to pay for, but yeah. they would be willing to pay for the little original puppet snippets. hunt snippets. Yeah, yeah all snippets. Clips, yeah, pictures, photos of us. Have you thought about that? No. Okay. Well, do you wonder what we look like? We have the videos on YouTube. They can see us there. Oh. Okay. Yeah, like a mystery date kind of thing. I don't. Mm. Maybe we could have a third person. Maybe come I'm in. overselling. All right, so let's get into the recap of the episode. We have, a, it's a real cliffhanger. Pre-cap. We haven't, oh, no, we're recapping the other episode. And I guess we're pre-capping we're this questions? one. We haven't listened remember? questions from the... Yeah, the first episode. Oh, will they, did they survive the explosion? It's they a survived. pretty, looks like a full episode. So mm-hmm. I imagine, I don't think they'd build up all those characters and have Nick and either. Rock be killed in the explosion. But it doesn't look good for Jerry. He was wearing wool, and it sounded like he exploded. Will they discover who is taking the puppets? Ladies and gentlemen of our listening audience, here we go with Large Neck Virgin, Part 2.
wake up in a swirl of pathos. I can still picture the flames rising all around us, the smoke burning my lungs. Special edition! Daily flume! Smoked salmon! Cans! Canters! Cannery! And ringing in my ears the, the last words of Jerry Blatt's three on a match. Luke Fire, Try Arson, and the Attempted Murder of Rock Handy. This is Puppet Hunt. File of Facts 48-S-1, Entry 1. Nicolio Salmon speaking on a permanent Dictabelt voice recording. Extra, extra, read all about the big plays. Hello down there. Oh, how about a paper, mister? Uh, sure, kid. Uh, which one do you read? Well, uh, which one do you recommend? Well, all depends on your personal tastes. I got all three. Well, let's see, uh... I like uh, clear facts and uh, correct spelling, punctuation, that sort of thing. Oh boy, that sounds like a mix of the trombone and the euphonium. Well, which one is going to have the most about last night's fire? Oh, that's going to be the Daily Flume. Oh, uh, I guess I'd better purchase all three then. Uh, all three? Oh, great burrowing clams, my best customer of the morning. How much is that? They're four cents each, but you get the trio for a dime. All right. You want me to toss them up to you? Sure, uh, I can catch them if you roll them up with a rubber band. Uh, uh, here's your dime. Oh, nice catch. Thanks, mister. Here's your first morning paper, the Daily Flume. Oh, I uh, missed it. Well, let's try again. Here you go, right in the number. Ah, oh, shoot. Well, uh, third time's the charm, mister. Uh, yes, that's that's what they say. Uh, oh, darn it! Oh, I know. I'll go around the back and come up the fire escape. No, that's all right. I I can head down. Wait, where did he go? Garbage came to the ladder. Hey, look at that! You're you're quite the little monkey. Buddy Bozeman at your service, Mr. Uh, Salmon. Oh, here are your papers, Mr. Salmon. Terrible fire last night. I sure hope Mr. Cantor has insurance. Oh, me too. What was that name again? Hey, you never heard of Mr. Enoch Cantor? Cantor's Cannery? The Pork and Oyster Building? Pork and Oyster? Oh, you must be new to town. Well, yes, a couple of weeks. Oh, how about that? A genuine large-neck virgin. Excuse me? Oh, no offense, Mr. Salmon. That's what they call new arrivals, on account there's so much to learn in our fair city. But don't worry, though. Just pay close attention. Ask a lot of questions, and you'll figure everything out. Hmm, well, that is the nature of my profession, buddy. Oh, what's that, Mr. Salmon? 
Well, I, I spent several years in the insurance business, but I'm pretty certain I'm ready to be a private detective. What? Just like Mr. Rock Candy? Huh. Why, that's, that's who I'm working for, sort of. Oh, really? Oh, Mr. Handy's the best there is. But he's already got a partner. He does? Yeah, his puppet, Jerry Blatz. Oh. Well, what's the matter? Well, I'm, I'm not sure how to tell you this, buddy, but uh, last night Rock and I were doing an investigation with Jerry and... Yeah? Well, we were at the cannery when the fire started. Jerry uh, didn't make it out. What do you mean? Well, someone was there, someone who meant to do us harm, and Jerry fell or he got pushed. He ended up in one of the burners. Jerry's gone? I'm afraid so. You all right, son? Sure. I just feel so sad for Mr. Handy. As long as I can remember, they were a team. Handy and Blatz. It's tough now, son, but uh, it'll be all right. Uh, Rock can get a new puppet. No, he can't. Why not? Uh, uh, Jerry the Second. Oh, that's an awful thing to say, Mr. Salmon. But I... I, Where are you going, buddy? I gotta go sell my papers. I'm sorry. Remember, I'm... I'm a large-necked virgin. I decide to check in on Rock and see how he's doing. On the way, I stop at a dime store, but can't find a card that says the right thing. So I swing by a corner florist instead and purchase a potted plant that's cheerfully in bloom. It's open. Morning, Rock. What's that for? Oh, I just thought it would help with, you know, to brighten up your office. Uh, it's bright enough in here. I, I mean because of what happened last night with Jerry. Hmm. It's a begonia. Jerry hated flowers. He liked cactus. He, he did, huh? Yeah, he liked cactus. And tree trunks. Well, all right, I... I can take this back to the shop and see if they'll do an exchange for a cactus. Don't bother. Just, uh, nix the flowers. All right. I can twist them off, I suppose. Whoa. All right, there we go. Hmm. Put these in the trash, if that's all right. How's that arm? Stiff. Uh, maybe you should see a doctor. Nah, that bullet just gave me a kiss. So, how are you doing? Like I said, stiff. I mean, overall. Huh? You and Jerry. Uh, talking about it won't bring him back. I keep hearing him say, three on a match. All right, all right, take it easy. I just want to say, thanks for saving my life, Rock. Yeah, well, uh, thanks for the plant. I'm glad you like it, uh... What do you think, by the window here maybe, or is that going to get too much sun and might start flowering again? Back to the case. Uh, right, uh, uh, let me see here. I, I went through all my notes and uh, underlined the names of our known suspects. Let's hear them. Dr. Gladys Casings. That ear, nose, and throat dame. Yeah, I don't trust her. And next is uh, Horace. Who? 
I didn't get a last name. The guy running the soup kitchen. With the vouchers. I don't trust him either. All right. Uh, last is uh, Iggy Colfax. Who? Jerry called him a hired fuse. We talked to him when oh, we were in the... Oh, the jailbird. Seems like a decent guy. I wrote down that you called him a lowlife. Let me see that. Okay. Rock handy. Yeah? Thanks, doll. On our way. Oh, fresh lead. Tina Plotkin. Hold on to your pencil, Nix. Rock drives us to the Shinola Lounge, a place I'd only heard about before. We step inside, dark and dangerous, somewhat dangerous, with a smattering of ventriloquists. What'll you have? Scotch on the rocks. Uh, do you have, uh, beer? All kinds. What's your brand? Hmm, uh, well, let's see. I think I'll have, uh, Roy Rogers instead. <laughs> Roy Rogers? On the rock, Slim? I'll take it neat. Uh, thank you. Hey, Nix. Why, I became concerned that uh, alcohol might impair my note-taking. Check out the quist in the corner. Ah, uh, yes, uh, suspicious. Watch this. It takes a slug of his drink, but... His puppet doesn't say a word. Oh, hmm. That's a classic routine, isn't it? Not today. And he has two ladies with him. How can he pass that up? Gotta be out of respect for Woodrow. Woodrow, okay. I'm gonna add him to my notes. Uh, What's the last name? I didn't have one as far as I know. He he didn't? uh, Oh, Woodrow was a puppet? Yeah, killed right here in... Cold wood. Oh, wait. Uh, this is the Milton Raspy case. Uh, oh, let's see. oh, yeah. The Shinola, of course. <laughs> Milton was the quist, yeah. Also killed in the blast. A good man. Average quist. According to my notes, that's what Iggy Colfax is in jail for. The murder of Milton Raspy. Well, word on the street says the DA is going with involuntary manslaughter. But it was a stick of dynamite, wasn't it? Yeah, but puppet-sized. The laws are different. Surprising. I better make a note of this. The old cigar gag. They never quite pulled it off, Woodrow and Raspy. Oh, so that's why the Quist isn't doing the water trick uh, in memoriam. What are you talking about? That's a completely different gag. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. One, you got the quist drinking. The other, the puppet, is smoking. Oh, boy, there, there's so much to learn. Gentlemen. Ah! You're late. The mayor had an emergency. Got a smudge on his spats? Real funny. Who's your friend, Rock? Oh, uh, uh, good morning. I guess it's close to noon. Oh, no, it's still technically morning. I, I'm here. Oh, let me, I should have. Arisen when you sat down a so Take it easy, Butternut. You act like you've never seen a dame before. This here is Tina Plotkin. Charmed. How did you do? Uh, does you... Excuse me. Do you? I mean the pleasure is all. Sam and ma'am. Uh, Miss Tina Plotkin. 
Hey, Rock, uh, where's Jerry? That was a bad night. Trouble down at the cannery. Jerry didn't make it out. Oh, Rock, I'm so sorry. Ah, save it. Talking isn't going to bring him back. Uh, What have you got for us? Well, uh, can we trust this one here? Who, Butternut? Uh, He's all in. Okay, that otolaryngologist you told me about, one Gladys... Box Springs. Casings. Large Neck PD has been keeping an eye on her and her charity work. She's associated with something known on the streets as the Double Triple. Hmm. Double Triple? It sounds like some kind of flim-flam. Narcotic? It's anybody's guess. Put your hand under the table, Mr. Butternut. No! Me? Yes. Uh, No, that's my knee. Oh, sorry. Relax. It's just an envelope. Oh, yes. Keep it under the table and hand it to Rock. What have we here? Everything I could find on Dr. Gladys Casings and her little operation. Thanks, doll. Including the names and usual whereabouts of a couple of hard luck quists. They should be able to tell you the truth about the double-triple. Excuse me, folks. Uh, You rock candy? Yeah? Uh, The manager would like to have a word with you in his office. Okay. Uh, Be right back. Well, I, I guess I get a second chance to get this right. How do you do? <laughs> this is a very dangerous situation, Mr. Butternut. Oh, you and me? No, no. Rock. He's clearly in puppet shock. Puppet shock? Better write this down. You're not a reporter, are you? Oh, no, ma'am. A, a detective of sorts. A kind of a secretary right now as well. Uh, in between the two, I suppose. You see, uh, being rather new to town, uh, somewhat, I... Oh, a large neck virgin! Why didn't you just say so? Why, well, it's uh, kind of e- not very easy to say out loud to a beautiful woman. Uh, you're my first, actually. Uh, to hear that I am, I mean. Uh, uh, go on, please. Rock just lost his only puppet. That changes a quest. I, I I know firsthand. Hmm. Firsthand. Uh, yes, I. Uh, I don't understand. It was an ordinary summer day. We decided to cool off in the Plutois River. We were all laughing and splashing about when Mother lost control of Betsy. Oh. Hold on, uh, people swim with their puppets? If they waterproof them! Oh, I, I see. Uh, what happened to Betsy? Caught up in the rapids, pulled under, and she floated away. Well, I'm, I'm sorry. That was nine and a half years ago, Mr. Butternut. And, um, Mother is still not the same. You think that sort of thing's gonna happen to Rock? Shh. It's coming back. Ah, what's going on, Rock? Trouble. At the Stool Motel. Which one? He didn't say. The the new stool, yeah. Ah, Jerry used to keep track of all this rigmarole. But isn't... wasn't he... wouldn't Jerry have the same... Rock, maybe you ought to sit this one out. Nah. If things go south, I got Butternut here. 
Oh, sure. You bet. How are you with your fists? Uh, my fists? We park under the glare of a neon sign with burned out letters. I can feel the perspiration starting to bead on my forehead. Ah, he, tool, moat. Boy, if this is the new location, I'd hate to see the old stool. Ah, this is the one. I feel it in my gut. What's the matter? Well, I was thinking I could stay here in the car uh, and keep an eye on the parking lot in case something happens, you know. Nah, let's go. Rock, I, 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 I should tell you, uh, being tough is not a thing I'm particularly skilled at. I figured. Uh, let's see. Room 72, he said. Uh, 72? Oh, okay, uh, well, it doesn't seem like there's enough units, uh, given the numbering system and the wings. Maybe we should... Uh, maybe it was 27. Oh, here we go. 21. 22. That one's missing. 24. Oh, it's really dark down that way, Rock. I don't worry about it. Oh, I, I, I have a flashlight. It's uh, back at my apartment. Come on, Nix. I'm fairly good at bobbing and weaving, I'm told, but... As, huh? As, as far as throwing a punch, I, I just... Oh, that. Easy. Okay, your typical gorilla takes uh-huh. an upright stance. All right. So... You want to start off semi-crouch, so go full crouch as needed. Okay, all right. I I don't know what any of that means. Anybody there? Hello? Um, rock. Hold on. We're looking for a... Triple double. Uh, we got company, rock. Oi! Quit nosing around where your nose don't belong, Andy. Australians. Four against two, Rock. <laughs> How about we uh, discuss the situation before things... Put them up, gorgeous. Let's get them, boys. No! Street fighters, Nix. Okay. Not boxers. Remember what I told you about your stance. Uh, 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 something about uh, gorillas? Yeah, yeah, look at them. Sluggers, but uh, slow as molasses. You want some more of that? Throw a punch, Nix. Uh, I'm I'm trying. It's no time. Whoa, nice weaving. Whoa! Bob to the inside. The the inside. Oh! You all right, Nix? Oh! Get in the car. I'll hold him off. You want a little more tenderizing, eh? Time for a little move. I learned from watching featherweight champion Guglielmo Papaleo, better known as Willie Pep. Oh! Oh, all right. Four against one, is it? All right, all right. Time to run. Don't let him get away. Okay, step on it, Nick. Despite my tender midsection, 
I maintain a respectable 78 words per minute. Rock barges back into the office with the morning papers. Still at it, eh? Yes, I I confess, I'm, I think I'm more partial to the clerical side of this business. Listen, if you're going to be a detective, Salmon, you got to learn how to take a punch. Now stand up. Oh, wait, uh, you're not talking about... Ah, uh, you want to be hard-boiled, don't you? Well, I suppose, but... Sure you do. Fist fights, dangerous dames, and a hot chopper now and then. All right, put him up, Nix. Okay. Uh, you're not really going to hit me, are you? Not too hard. Okay. Uh, well, I, I, have a, I have a question, Rock. I, you've been calling me Nix, and I, I was just wondering how you how you spell that. What? Well, in the case notes, I've been spelling it N-I-C-K apostrophe S. Yeah, that's great. Oh, but that's a that's a possessive, uh, as in Nix's hat or or Nix's uh, crossly or. Keep your chin down. Oh, oh, oh okay. Uh, well, but is that right? The 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 spelling? I don't know. The the way Jerry said it. Oh, let's see. He he used to say uh, Nix the chatter. Good advice. Oh, with an X though. Oh, hey, I like it. Keep your eyes open. Oh, we're right. Uh, I'm gonna have to retype those notes. All right, I'm gonna land one. Oh wait, 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 wait. Where did you learn to bob like that? I didn't tell you this part. Uh, if we could pause for a moment. Uh, no? Oh, okay. All right. Uh, I, I got a chance to really sink my teeth into the paperwork this morning, and I, I found something curious. You're going to want to roll in the same direction as this punch. It was in uh, uh, Tina Plotkin's dossier. Uh, in her what now? Uh, the, the envelope she gave you on Dr. Casings. Unmistakable whiff of soft fraud. Yeah, you lost me. Falsified billing. That ear, nose, and throat dame? And her mysterious double-triple. All right, now, <laughs> breathe out when it connects. <laughs> ah, there you go. You didn't get the wind knocked out of you that time. Oh, thanks, Rock. You're welcome. All right, time to close the casings on Dr. Curtains. Um, one question, Rock. What now? We're not gonna fist fight Dr. Casings, are we? Let's hope not. But you gotta be ready for anything. Open up! We got some questions. I don't think the office is open. It's the middle of the day. The whole street seems strangely quiet. Yeah. Say, Nix, you ever go to a lady doctor? Well, no. I'd be too embarrassed to have an exam uh, in my underpants and all. Uh, What about a foot doctor or something? Well, I think I'd still be too nervous. Yeah. Too strange for my taste, but I guess it takes all kinds. Maybe she went out for lunch. Now I'm getting hungry. Well, the soup kitchen doesn't appear to be open either. I couldn't get a bowl anyway, remember? Quists only. Oh, right. Uh, Jerry was a great partner. Quick-witted. <laughs> he loved the show business. He, he did, huh? Yeah, he sure did. I was wondering, Rocca, how would the two of you handle those gorillas last night? Ah, uh, Jerry could usually talk his way out of those situations. Could? Usually. I tell you, though, 
It's not so easy knocking heads together when you're trying to balance a puppet. Look who's coming, Rock. They're good at blocking, though. Horace. Who? The soup man. Uh, where were you guys? What? Yesterday morning. You never showed. Uh, we had a rough night. Oh. oh. Where's your puppet? Gone. Murdered. Holy smokes. I'm sorry. We're trying to find the killers. Ah, we didn't have no trouble like this until that otolaryngologist showed up. Pasties, eh? Pasties? Hamstrings. The doctor. Casings. Oh, you got the puppet shot. Bad. You fellas want a little soup? Sure. Come on with me. Afternoon supers will be here soon. Uh, you know anything about something called the double-triple? Uh, bad news, that. Narcotic, eh? Must be. Uh, the hard luck quiz, they're always talking about getting their double-triple from Dr. Casings. You think she had Woodrow blown up? And, uh, Milton Raspy uh, also killed. I, I mean, manslaughtered. They owed her money. She wanted to send a message to the others. She plays hardball. So all that charity work she's been doing down here... It's a front. I know. She keeps two sets of books. There you go, Butternut. There's your soft fraud. What? Well, I'd like to see those ledgers. Meet me here tonight at 10.30, and we'll get all the evidence you need. I'll pull in the alleyway, but keep your headlights off. Oh, we'll be there. We really appreciate you helping us out, Mr... Greeley. Greeley? Horace Greeley? I know you from somewhere. No, the, the newspaper editor. What are you talking about? Go west, young man. Uh, <laughs> I took his advice. Oh, sure, him. Uh, long whiskers, a presidential candidate who lost to James Buchanan. Yeah, who could forget that? It's not the same guy, Nix. No, I, I know that. It's, it's just, are you related to him? Sure. Okay, the supers are getting hungry. Time to fire up the burners. See you tonight. 10.30. Following up on my first ever detective hunch, I convince Rock to show up 45 minutes early to our rendezvous with the alleged Horace Greeley. You think the soup man is hiding something? Well, he's not trustworthy, I can tell you that. So he didn't know the guy with the same name, so what? Well, he would have if he truly lived his life as Horace Greeley. Never heard of him. Uh, kids would have teased him about it in school, and he would have known Horace Greeley lost to Ulysses S. Grant, not James Buchanan. Which one did he say? He agreed with the incorrect answer. Where are you going with all this, Nix? Well, a man doesn't change his name unless he's hiding something. That I can agree on. Look who's at the corner, Rock. That's him, isn't it? Sure is slipping into Dr. Casing's office well ahead of schedule. Let's see what he's up to. Hand me my binoculars. 
light just came on in the upstairs corner office. Can't see much. Hold on, Rock. Down at the street level. Hmm. That ear, nose, and throat dame. Heading into the office herself. They could be in cahoots. Or she could be in grave danger. There's only one way to find out. What's going on here? Oh, the doc and I were uh, just having a nice little conversation. Ain't that right? Not what I would call nice. Careful now. Horace was snooping through my patient files, and when I caught him, he got real mad. Oh, is that right? He threatened me, Mr. Handy. Well, he's not who he says he is, doc. In fact, his real name is James Buchanan. (gasps) Look out! He's got a knife! Stay back, Candy. Oh, so that was you in the cannery. Of course it was. You murdered Jerry. Uh, Don't pin that on me. You let go of him. Drop the knife and say that, Soupy. Uh, No can do, Detective. I like this knife. It's good and sharp, see? And I need it. Take out a little insurance policy. (laughs) Let go of her. You won't get away with this. I'm doing all right so far. So long. Did someone say insurance? Fritz! It's, um, Nick's. Out of the way, dummy. Unhand her. You want to get carved up, butternut? Oh, my hand! Nice biting, Doc. Kick that knife out of his reach, Nix. Now, show him what you've got. All right, have it your way. Keep still! Get ready? Just like I taught you, Nix. Atta boy! He can really take a punch, Mr. Handy. Right behind you, Soupy. Oh! Oh, I'm seeing stars! Two hands free, one thug out of commission. Oh, Horace, how could you? Um, I'm sorry, Doc. Double-crossed by your own partner, eh? No, it was all me, Detective. I used Dr. Kasich's files to find out which quist had taken out the high-yield insurance policies on their puppets. And thanks to your soup kitchen, you had ready access to all the hard-luck quists. Yeah. Filed a claim, split the dough. Easy. No one was supposed to get hurt. Oh, yeah? What about Woodrow? Uh, We'd already put in a claim on him. Raspy was supposed to keep his puppet under wraps. Next thing I know, he... He's booked to open at the Shinola. So you hired Iggy Colfax and... Uh, Things got out of control fast. I'm not proud of what I did. So what was the double-triple? You know about that? By law, Doc can only do two evaluations as charity. Ear, nose, or throat. For some quists, I did all three at no charge. A double-triple. Hmm. Why, there's no fraud in that, only a... A generous heart. Except I'd have lost my business license if the cops found out. Horace held that over my head when I found out he was committing insurance fraud. Well, I ain't sorry about that part one bit. Quists are going hungry, and them insurance companies got piles of money. They ain't gonna miss a little here and there. Except you're forgetting about someone. 
Who? The innocent policyholder. It's people like you who raise his insurance rates. Sickening. Good point, Nix. You know, you did all right for a... For a large-neck virgin? I was going to go with butternut. Tell you what, let's say partner. Hey folks, Rock Handy here. A few closing words about the recently departed quist, Milton Raspy. He had dandruff. No man wants that as his legacy. What a shame, too. The very night of Milton's demise, the club owner told him about Fitch's saponified shampoo. Did you say, uh, Fitch's saponified shampoo? Yes, Fitch's saponified shampoo made from pure vegetable and mild coconut oils. Think what Fitch's could have done for Milton's career had he not got exploded. But won't it leave my hair dry or harsh feeling like all the other shampoos? <laughs> not at all. Oh, boy, what a relief. Yes, winter's coming, and wintertime is dandruff time. Fitch's saponified shampoo, the only dandruff shampoo guaranteed to eradicate dandruff. And it's backed by one of the world's largest insurance firms. No other shampoo can make this statement. And that's not the only Fitch's product that can save you from embarrassment, Nix. Is your hair dry, thin, or oily? Sometimes. The tiny hair openings on your scalp may have become clogged. As a result, your scalp may be sluggish. You mean my scalp may not be functioning in the normal way? Relax, Nix. Massage a few drops of Fitch's Ideal Tonic into your scalp every day and keep those hair follicles open. I'd like to say a word to the ladies. Fitch's saponified shampoo will leave your hair up to 35% shinier. Shinier because it's saponified. Fitch's is spelled F-I-T-C-H apostrophe S. Ask for Fitch's at your drug or toilet goods counter, beauty, or barber shop. Wow. I don't say this often, but that was a humdinger of a show. Humdinger. Yep, I agree. And that uh, final commercial there, that uh, I, I'm, I'm confused as to what saponified is, but it was interesting about the hair. Mm. You know, it's a good word, done. To be done? No, it's a color. Thing? D-U-N. Yes. It's like a brownish, yes. yellowish color, yes. which seems to occur a lot in the products in this. They're sort of a done color. Mm, yeah, the, all the the yellowing agents and it's the thing of that that era, I think, where yellow was more of a positive color. Now it's mostly associated with urine. All right. Well, I did like the commercial. I found it to be very informative of the worries of the mm. average American of the times. Dryness. Mm -hmm. Although I don't know. Sometimes I think like. Maybe the advertising industry created these anxieties in the consumer they so that they could then solve all of the problems. You know, like a are. conspiracy kind of thing? Like well, they created dandruff? We can talk about it when we're not being recorded. How would they make dandruff? No, well, that's true. That dandruff has been with us since ancient times, I'm sure. Like uh, chemtrails? 
I didn't want to go this deep on it, but now that you've brought it up, so that company. Here we go. I do know a little bit about this company that they're advertising for, the mm. Fitches. They Fitches. got into trouble for some of their claims about dandruff because dandruff oh. is a naturally occurring. Okay. Uh, material. What did they call it? Uh, it was uh, like a tragedy or something. I thought. A tragedy. I'll have to listen to it again. Yeah, if you have to. Well, let's get into the. Yeah, uh, let's get down and dirty. Or at least mystery solved. Partially down and partially dirty. Uh, yeah, the mystery is solved. We found out that it was Horace all this time. Mm. I was a little surprised. I did think it was going to be a femme fatale situation. Yeah. Dr. Casings. Yeah. So puppet shock. What do you think? That seems to be something that is an affliction in the mm. city. Um, of large neck. Of large neck, right? You're Rock's e- got it. He's e- more easily irritable compared yep. to the first episode. Oh, yeah, he's way dumber part one. too. And yes, he's lost some of his mental capacity. I think that begs some very interesting questions about what it means to become a ventriloquist. Mm, yeah. Like this idea that you have another self inside you and you're, oh, you're yeah. projecting it out into the world. And when you lose that ability to project this other self, you suddenly have a crisis of, of identity. Mm-hmm. Or perhaps I'm reading too much into the show. Well, the wool, I think, was a tip-off. That was like a, uh, a signifier that he was not long for this world. Please elaborate. Uh, well, the wool is a signal that he wasn't going to survive. So I would look for other wool signifiers as we go along. And the listeners can also keep track at home. Uh, so this is specific to the show. You're developing a theory that wool mm-hmm. signifies danger or death foreshadowing it's a character that's doomed fabric okay so i'd like to to put a word out yes to the our our patreons on patreon uh when you log into patreon.com which is a website that i haven't set up yet we don't have first of all we don't have any we don't have any of those people and they're called patrons on patreon that's what i said no they're patrons they're called First of all, we don't have any of those, and they're called patrons on... I'm not trying to... I'm just trying to get it straight myself because you're confusing me. I'm saying Patreons on Patreon. It's the other way around. They're patrons on Patreon. And we don't have them yet because you haven't started the thing yet, so... I can't Google it because I've got Bing. All right. We're going to solve this. You, We're going to do this offline. You, As the fans of the show, you don't need to worry about this anymore. I'm writing down a note right now. By the time this episode pen? airs, I'm sure just go on to our Patreon. There'll be a thumbnail or a button that you can click, Maybe. and you'll be able to support yeah, support you can the show pay for a button. to the fullest of your heart's you'll aspirations. Get clips and uh, pictures, pictures, snapshots of what of the old show? Don't we have that? No. So don't promise them something. things that we can't do i have a lot of pictures on my phone but i want to make i want to will you agree we're going to do a handshake here that you're going to have the patreon page up by patreon. the time we air this show i don't want to shake them out okay all right so i'll, I'll say probably i don't want to commit to it because i know you get worked up if i don't do something how about a fist bump to. that's less committed than a than that's a handshake too, that's millennial stuff again it's too. It's too much of a a, a hard yes. How about I give a, a a nod? Can I'll I get a nod? nod? Okay, yeah. there he did nod. Listeners, I will confirm. He's this. nodding multiple times now that he's gonna do. He's gonna try. Yes. To get the yes Patreon page so that we can have some On Patreon. All right. Well, uh, listeners, uh, patrons, you, you can 
continue waiting with bated breath. <coughs> I'm sorry. So, listeners, to uh, whet your appetite mm. and bait your breath. Oh, that's good. Um, yeah. We are going to uh, have more episodes. We understand that there is another source for material uh-huh. that is coming down the pike. I don't want to give away too much. Well, the I want pike. To, That's the, good too. Yeah, we've got a lot of imagery. Fishing for compliments. There are more episodes coming your way with Puppet Hunt that you've never heard before. First time on the air ever. We are very meticulously following the things we learned at the mm-hmm. podcast festival. Yeah. We've committed... From now on, it's going to be an episode every week. All right, so that's our mm-hmm. promise to our fans, right, Sorry Matt? About that. Okay. We got baffling. Oh yes, uh, we did invest. This is again. We maybe we'll reimburse me from the Patreon thing. Yeah, um, it's. Uh, I don't know if you can hear the difference, but uh, yeah, when we're recording now, see that maybe sounds much close. better. You think that's going to be spiking? Might spike. Okay. All right. So, uh, stay tuned. Hands on your lap. Uh, Well, that sounds terrible. Keep your hands on the table. We'll be back with more episodes of Puppet Puppet Hunt Hunt Radio. Radio with Matt and Lane.